say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hey everybody, it's a Wrestling Classic Justin here and I just want to give a huge shout out to Maestro Classic. Maestro Classic is the best in beard care and is undeniably good at keeping your beard clean and conditioned. It's sulfate free beard wash to clean the beard without drying your skin, beard butter to condition it and beard oil to help it shine. The products are available online at maestroclassic.com and all of your target locations in the beard care aisles. Maestro Classic is the top brand in beard care game with a dedicated team on the road with the WWE, the 76ers and NASCAR. If you always wondered how superstars such as Triple H, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Kofi Kingston stay so perfectly groomed, it's Maestro Classic. Be sure to use my promo code TWC Maestro to save yourself 25% on all your online purchases. That is TWC Maestro. Dig it! Ladies and gentlemen, it's a wrestling classic here, and I just want to do this short intro to uh, before the before we actually start the actual podcast. Uh, it was. I just want to say it was such an honor and privilege for me to sit down with the Bollywood boys, um, just like it was to sit down with Scotty Mack and Tony Baroni and any of the ECCW stars that let me sit down with them and record a podcast. It was an honor. It was a privilege. Um, I hope everyone enjoys this podcast. You get to know a lot about the Bollywood boys, Gurv and Harv Sarah. They've been tearing it up for eight years. They've worked in India. They've worked all across Canada. They've worked in the United States. Um... Currently still the uh, GFW, Global Force Wrestling Tag Team Champions. Not too sure what's going on with Global Force, but they're still the Tag, time, ch- tag Team Champions. Uh, they are participants in the cru- WWE's Cruiserweight Classic, which will air um, later on this month, uh, which is huge for them. You're going to hear all about it during the podcast. Uh, you know, they're ECCW originals, you know. Uh, they tear it, I've been seeing them tear it up here for years now, and... Gervin Harvard is two really great guys, and I, 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 w- I want everyone to be able to listen to this and hear their journey and what they had to do to get where they are, because, you know, they're finally, you know, they're finally getting the, um, the respect they deserve on a global presence now with, you know, the Cruiserweight Classic and GFW and stuff like that, and, and to hear, like, the actual, the sacrifices you have to make and what it takes to actually make it in this business from two guys that did whatever it takes to make it in this business because it was their dream and they want to live the, their dream. It, it's, it's huge. So I hope everyone listens to this. I hope everyone enjoys it. Um, uh, it's, I tried to unedit, I tried not to edit as much as I could because I feel like you guys should hear it exactly how it is. And, uh, 
should hear it the passion in these guys' voice and, and the love for what they do. Like, they, they love what they do and they wouldn't change it for anything in the world. And uh, that's how everyone should feel about anything. Um, and the last thing I just want to say before we go to the podcast is uh, congratulations to Brock Lesnar for defeating Mark Hunt yesterday at UFC 200. That's huge for the WWE. There was some SummerSlam promotion on there. He also talked about SummerSlam as press conference after the fight um he's facing randy orton which is a dream match of mine since uh lesnar returned in, in 2012 and it, it, it's it's a big deal because the you know if lesnar lost the, it could have really hurt the wwe uh when it comes to lesnar's character but he won so it just makes lesnar seem more of an unstoppable beast now does that hurt any chance of randy orton actually winning and beating lesnar or beating lesnar without fan backlash i, I don't think so but uh only time can tell, and we'll see. Uh, and yeah, so congratulations to Brock Lesnar, man. He's uh, he proved that he is one of the most dominant forces, not only in the world of professional wrestling, but in the world today. Now, um, back to the Bollywood Boys. Um, if you are gonna, the Bollywood Boys will be in Vancouver. If you are gonna go to the Commodore Ballroom for Ballroom Brawl, July sixteenth. So um, that's another thing. I just want to make sure that you guys remember that you can still look for tickets on Ticketmaster. Um, there, I'll put the link in the information section on my website and also on SoundCloud. And I appreciate all you guys that listen to this, and uh, and I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys leave some feedback. Um, I hope you guys go out and follow the Bollywood Boys on Instagram and Twitter and social media and all that. Um, follow them because they deserve it. They deserve everything they've achieved so far. And the sky's the limit for them, yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy the podcast. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the wrestling classic here, and I am here today with uh, ECCW's very own GFW Tag Team Champions, Cruiserweight Classic participants, and the Bollywood Boys. Yeah, I thought there was one more thing in there, and then you. I was going to, and then I totally I totally now. forgot what you it have, was. You have to say something though. You can't just leave it. Hanging. Uh, uh, I don't know. Two really good looking. Handsome. Vancouver's very own, the Bollywood Boys. What are you guys' nicknames again? It's a Golden Lion and the Bollywood Don. There you have it, buddy. There you go, right? Say do my research. You know, I'm just coming and do this stuff <laughs> without doing some research. Um, so, yeah, the popularity is growing. Everybody's starting to know who the Bollywood Boys are. Um, I guess the most normal way to start this would be, like, how did you guys start? Like, wrestling. What, 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 like, where are you guys from and how did you guys start wrestling? Well, first of all, you know... We grew up watching it, just like most kids do, you know, watching Monday Night Raw and WWE Superstars on Saturday afternoons. Um, it's the same story that uh, has been told many times before. You know, I, my girl here, was started uh, training in uh, the Hart Family Dungeon in Calgary in 2004. In the summer of 2004, went down. This is before they actually sold the house. So I got there two and a half months prior to that and uh, spent... Two months down there, trained the, learned the basics down in the dungeon. And uh, at that time, there wasn't like a uh, school. I know we did our research, but there, I couldn't find a school. And, you know, there was no Landstorm Academy. That was a couple years later. So went down to Calgary to train with the Hearts and came back here 
in the fall of 2004 and started up with the ECCW. And that's where Harvard and I pretty much uh, started. When you were at the dungeon, did you train with anyone particularly or that anyone would probably know? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. uh, I've told the story before too, and I'll tell it again, obviously. Uh, Harry was down there, TJ and Natty, they were down there, and Randy Myers. Yeah. Um, But my very first wrestling bump ever was from TJ Wilson. Yeah. It was a snapmare, and uh, Bruce Hart got him to uh, snapmare me over and uh, start chain wrestling with me. (laughs) And uh, How was that? That was pretty cool, actually, because, again, like, I hadn't taken a bump on the canvas at all at that time, so that was my first day as well. So, remember my uh, dad dropped dropped me off, and I sat around for a while watching the guys who have been down in the class for yeah. a few months and they Bruce is like uh all right uh TJ uh get uh Gerb in there and uh show were you nervous was it like because mm, yeah. I always assume like if you're gonna start wrestling like taking bombs you're probably like you know what's funny because the year I went down like you know two years before that they had yeah. that tough enough show yeah, so yeah I was watching a lot of the tough enough and programming and I remember watching the guys bump and how they were breaking their falls but until you actually take a bump you yeah. know how it feels, and well, that's what I always say. Because a lot of people always, you know, make their assumptions of yeah. you know how things should be done. Like, oh, that move was botched. I'm like, well, half of us have never taken a bump before. So yeah. yeah. How do we know how? A it took a botched? while. To actually, <laughs> yeah. There's a there's an art to breaking your fall and yeah. back up and taking that bump again. So obviously that now we're it's just immune to it. But uh, yeah. the, the very first bump, it was just like whoa, that hurt. <laughs> so you go to Calgary and then on uh, you go there for about two and a half months or so on. You work at the Hard Dungeon. You come back here and you find out about ECCW. How did you guys find out about ECCW? Did you guys know from before? Or? I think because I was going to join Gerv. Yeah. I yeah. Go to the Dungeon. I think Gerv talked to Bruce and I was going to go down in the winter. Yeah. 2004, I think. But the uh, house got sold, and so I started making calls around. And I was I was going to initially go to Toronto. There's a Rob Fuego school out there. Yeah. Like, uh, then I finally found ECCW and uh, talked to Michelle Starr. And I felt like, okay, well, I stay at home. I don't have to go out. Plus, uh, you know, Starr's, you know, it, I always figured, yeah. like, you know, Starr's been um, around. And if you go across Canada, you say Michelle Starr, people know who Michelle Starr is. And so on that basis alone, I was like, okay, you know, that's uh, just a good place to start. And, uh, I mean, I was really happy with everything that, uh, the training-wise that, you know, we received down in the in-pain asylum. It was in Wally, and yeah. Wally, Wally's like that. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how you're going to explain I don't know if people, like, like the people that don't live here, Wally's like... Wally's like, it's like, it there's the hood and then there's like the depths of the hood. That was like, you know what it is? It was like yeah. literally like needles everywhere at yeah. the Skytrain station. It's like, it's, it's, a like rough, it's a rough neighborhood. It is. They're trying to clean it up. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be, at that time, like 10 years ago, yeah. you wouldn't be want to caught walking alone. And we had evening yeah. classes, you know. Yeah. Like, like that's not where you want to be at like 2 a.m. Yeah. No, exactly. And, you know, it was, like, it was across from a Skytrain station, the Gateway Skytrain yeah. station. So <laughs> trying to hop on and hop off and uh, at night, it was not get wrong. Was anybody with you in that initial class that you guys still wrestle with today? Well, actually, that initial class uh, was packed. Packed, right? Yeah. There's a lot of stand-ups. We had Kyle yeah. O'Reilly in there. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah, he's doing some amazing work. For sure, overseas. yeah. Uh, Nicole Matthews. Uh, you know, obviously, we all know her track record and For sure. her resume. And yeah. You had a, Who was training you guys at the time? Um, I'm guessing Michelle Starr, Michelle Starr, uh, Scotty Mack, Vance Nevada. Those were the three key uh, trainers for us at that time. So in those first couple of like years of training, what like with like obviously you trained at the dungeon and then also together you guys trained at ECW. Was there anything that really like what made you guys keep going? Because obviously a lot of people get into wrestling, they start training, they do it, and a lot of people quit. 
Yeah. A lot of people say, you know, this is not for me. Well, there I was a lot of people do like this, that. or yeah. I need to get a real job or something. Like they don't follow the dreams fully. Like what made you guys stick to it at that point? Because I think by the two year mark, if you, around that point or like a year mark, you know, if you're gonna keep doing this or you're gonna be like, it eh. sounds it sounds cliche, but it's the truth for us. I mean, passion and yeah. this is all we've ever wanted to do. And I think a big thing is like the first five years, Gerb and I traveled a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and so that was kind of, for us, it was kind of cool, like, getting in a car and traveling across Canada. Like, you, know? you hear all the road stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, when we when we, yeah. when we were training and starting out, we were reading books that were released by Edge and, you know, yeah. like, reading stories about the Hell Tour and going to the Maritimes. And, yeah. And then, you know, so the, being able to do it yourself. Exactly. And then, you know, when we had the opportunity to finally go do all those, you know, infamous tours, like the Death Tour and yeah. go to, to the Maritimes and traveling, you know, pretty much across Canada, we were like, yeah, man, this is this is what we wanted to do. Yeah, Except you are, it started becoming money. real, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, wait a minute, like, like, this is actually happening. Yeah, right? yeah, it's like this. This is what they did, so this is what we have to do. Yeah, we're Canadians. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And it's a little bit harder when you're from Canada. Like, I know there's a lot of top talent from Canada right now. Yeah. If you look at the WWE at this very moment, yeah. where there was a huge gap where they didn't seem like there was that much, but then you go like Sami Zayn, Kevin yeah. Owens, Jericho's obviously still there, but Jericho. And, yeah. <laughs> The list goes well, on. Those guys like Jericho, Edge, Christian, yeah, yeah. Broke, reading uh, their stories, yeah. and they're the ones. Well, that now me. that we're actually talking about like Edge, Christian, Jericho, and stuff, uh, there was a picture on you guys' Instagram with Edge, yeah, and you guys went and did a hike with him, yeah. I know it's a little bit off topic from where we're heading, but how was that? What was that all about? I know. What can you share about? Uh, that? Well, we're good friends with uh, Paul Lazenby, who's been uh, really helpful. In he's our a good. Career. He's a mentor of ours. Yeah, yeah, sure. and uh, he's definitely guided us in uh, the right direction over the years. Yeah. And it was just one of those things, you know, he, he was in town and uh, Paul was like, you know, you guys could learn a thing or two, you know, hanging around with a legitimate veteran, which is hard to come by in today's independency where mm. guys have been wrestling for 10 years, quote unquote, but have like maybe five matches under their belt. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like to learn from a guy like that, that's where it came about. Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, being again, Canadian, we were trying to always somehow touch base, connect with somebody like Edge, yeah. right? Because he's done, he went through the same path we did to get to where he is, and, or, you know, to get to the WWE. And uh, again, like, you know, Harv was saying, you know, Paul Lazenby was like, listen, you know, you guys are passionate, you guys want to learn, and here's an opportunity to uh, do that. And, uh, you know, we, we we're really thankful for Paul to yeah. uh, give us that. Well, was there anything you guys got from Edge that you kept? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the one thing I remember him saying, I remember uh, he was like, uh, you've already accomplished your dream. And this is two years ago. He said, you're already wrestling. You know, we were talking about like, you know, we're all, we feel like we're kind of like, you know, haven't been noticed, haven't made it. But he, I remember him saying, well, you've already accomplished it because you're doing it. You know, and I remember just putting that in perspective, like, yeah, you know, if tomorrow. A lot of people talk yeah. about, be, like you said, a lot of people talk about training, wanting to become wrestlers, but once they get into it, maybe it's not for them. Yeah. It's like, hey, so by, too rough or... Life At this hits point, on. we were already doing it for eight years, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're like, yeah, you know, I mean, we have, you're right. We've been busting our ass for eight years trying to make yeah. it happen. So you guys have been doing this for eight years. Um, and I, I know a lot of, I mean, let's fill people in because within this eight years, you guys have, I, I think, done a lot more than people really know. Um, yeah. Like, if, like, there's probably people that are actually even in Vancouver that, like, mostly know you for ECCW, but might not know that you guys worked in India yeah. or worked for GFW and, you know, like, and I think right now you guys are getting the most exposure with the whole Cruiserweight Classic thing yeah. that's going on. Um, what are some of the things you guys did that you think people might not know? A lot like, of the camps. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, yeah. you know, we've we've traveled a lot. I remember my first two years of wrestling. I actually I counted. It. I did fifty-seven thousand kilometers by car. Really? That's a lot of yeah. driving. So we don't all across Canada. Uh, we've done the Harley race camps in Elgin, yeah. Missouri. Um, did a trip to England. 
Um, yeah. How was England? You guys wrestle in England? Well, I, I, England, I went on my own. Oh, okay. That was fun. I got a chance to work with the Knight family, Peyton's yeah. parents. How was that? They were amazing, great family. Uh, we got to stay, you know, they really took care of me, you know, you know, and it was, it was, England's awesome. There's a lot of money to be made out there. The wrestling scene in England seems to be uh, booming right now. Like I've, from like, I kind of see these weird trends being on Instagram, like uh, from like 2014 now, like there's a whole point where like Ring of Honor and Combat Zone became like this really popular thing and everyone wanted to know about it. Then there was this whole point like last year when New Japan Pro Wrestling became a really popular thing. Not that it always hasn't been popular, but I mean popular here in like the yeah, yeah. West Coast. Like everybody wants to know about Nakamura, like Okada, etc., etc. And I feel like right now we're getting a lot of that Oh, progress wrestling is a popular thing. Yeah. Revolution Pro is a popular. Will Ospreay, Zack Saber, like Marty Skrull, like that's what everyone wants to know about. So like England's booming right now, so I think that's pretty cool. Like yeah. go over there and work down there. So no, I mean you know going back to your original question about you know yeah. what we've done and you know yeah people you know we take pride in knowing that we got to work in India. And, yeah, you know that was a huge break for us. I think yeah. that doing the work in India for Rinka King. Uh, really put us on the map, and there's nobody to thank. So but how Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, you know, and he put us, gave us that opportunity. So uh, you know, doing that, and then doing the stuff with GFW. So so how's you guys' relationship with Jeff Jarrett? Because I've seen him give you guys a lot of like really awesome opportunities, like with Rinka King and now GFW. Like he's always believed in us, man. I saw you guys work together here, and I think it was the Agriplex a couple, maybe a year ago, and uh, while he was still a part of the Bullet Club. Because I remember he was wearing his Bullet Club <laughs> jacket, but. Uh, like, what advice does he give you guys, and how's that relationship? It's it's a great relationship. I think, uh, again, like you said, um, he supported us. He discovered us. Yeah. You know, I mean, before we were the Bollywood boys, we were the Bollywood Lions doing, this, you know, work uh, for ECCW, and he saw our YouTube video and gave us an opportunity to come to India and work on a huge platform. Yeah. yeah you guys worked with who? Like, I, I watched a few clips uh, not too long ago, and there was, like, you guys had a little thing with Scotty Steiner. How was that? Like working with veterans, like Scott yeah, Steiner. Yeah, that, was, that and... was. I mean, you know, you, you're working Scott Steiner, and you know you're working Scott Steiner. <laughs> what do you mean? Like well, with the stiff, or... right? No, no. Well, not, not that in the sense. It's it's you know he's Scott Steiner. Yeah, right? for and, sure. And you know, I was we were really young at that time. Yeah, I was like 22, and um, yeah. So like you know, it's 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 uh it's nerve wracking, man. I don't think I've ever been that nervous. You know. Well, not only that, but like you gotta keep in mind this is our first time being introduced to. TV wrestling, like yeah. TV, you know how we're filming, and yeah. you know knowing the camera angles and <coughs> working uh, the hard cam, and we were learning all this on the fly. So, like you said, you know working with someone like Steiner was it's a huge, it was a it's a good learning experience. Mm -hmm. Work with you know got to tag with Mickey James, got to work uh, with the best and so many names that Sanjay Sanjay was amazing. Work like on. for younger friends, like I'm pretty sure even like Luke Gallows is over there. Yeah, yeah, too, yeah. Right? Luke was really good to us Luke too. Was, yeah. yeah, he was the first person we met in Pune. Yeah. 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 How was that? Yeah. It was good, man. Right off the bat, we hit it, and uh, you know the guy's got a great sense of humor and just a really cool cat. So, so like when you guys do go on the road and stuff, who do you guys usually travel with? Like. So we're lucky yeah, that we're usually together, right? Yeah. I mean, so I mean, because you've done stuff separately. Because I know you were in India for a bit, right? Well, that was different. Though. I did uh, <laughs> I did some movie work in Bollywood, so yeah, that, that was separate. Yeah. Because I just recently watched. I think it was Halloween Hell 2014, something. Yeah, uh, you wrestled Nelson Creed. Yeah, that was when Harv was in India. But yeah. uh, again, like Harv was saying, you know, he was getting an opportunity to yeah. do stuff in India. So why not? Take do you it? find it different when you guys are teaming together rather than working single? Well, I, or? we all we know our money maker. As of, right now, it's as a tag team. Yeah, for sure. Together, we're I feel we're larger than life. How did you guys come up with the gimmick, the Bollywood Boys? Uh, well, um, it was initially 
that was my like I uh, told the story actually on the Cruiserweight Classic. I saw that, yeah, yeah, you the Bracketology yesterday. And I'll tell it again. I was, <laughs> I was a huge fan of Eddie Guerrero when uh, Eddie was champion. Uh, for me, I remember, you know, I was like, okay, if Eddie became champion, I was like, we got a chance now, right? And uh, and I always thought like, you know, hey man, let's do this cool gimmick if we could make something, you know, work with the Indian you know, in Indian uh, community and all that. And I, I was always wanting to get to Bollywood movies. For me, I always wanted to get to acting. And so I just felt it was like a natural transition for me to be Bollywood Harp Sira. And Gurb was doing the Golden Lion thing, kind of trying to find himself at that time. And then uh, I think... Well, most in, people don't know that the first couple of years, we were not a tag team like, at, yeah, all. at all. We were, I was sing, we were both single. And again, like, you know, the first three years, you're still learning, but... We were like, you know what, we're not going to get anywhere if we're just going separate ways. Yeah. we got to do this together. And like Har was saying, you know, we wanted to do something uh, that hasn't been done before. And we didn't want to be the stereotypical... Uh, I think we tried Sierra Brothers. Yeah. I think that we initially, you know, we were just kind of like the Sierra Brothers. And we had the Sparkle and Shine theme song. So we weren't doing... It was nothing to what we, what we were not. The tassels were always there. Yeah. The tassels. The tassels were How do you guys... Why do you guys want tassels? I always wanted tassels. The yeah. walkers. The Rockers? No, okay. well, because I, I, I was a huge Randy Savage fan I'm also. The yeah. And so my first gear was all Randy Savage. Yeah. You find a picture of me, it's the, the leather That's jacket. dope. He's my favorite of all time, yeah. so I can... Yeah. I was, like, really influenced by Savage. Yeah, that's... Yeah. I dig it, man, totally. If you, like, go on Instagram, search the hashtag Hulku, and it's all my Savage posts, and I'm pretty sure I have this really, like, big problem with that. Regardless if I spam or not, there has to be and to be honest, man, one savage post. And to be honest, I was more like a little straight-laced. I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, you know, tassels, not for <laughs> yeah. me. Just because yeah. I was like, I was more like the serious one. Like a shooter, right? Yeah, yeah. and Hard was more like, no, man, we, we need character. We need personalities, right? So, and then I, like, now I, I couldn't see her. I can't picture yeah. ourselves without tassels. See, there's a picture I gotta show it to you. There's a yeah. picture of me. Like, I pretty much look just like Randy Savage. That's right? awesome. Like, it was probably my first match or second match. But I would have probably year. done the same thing. Like, yeah. but it's cool like, over the years I've morphed into yeah the Jackie was well, they, well you, yeah well you adapt into your like you take what you take from that and you slowly adapt into our own now, now, right? like, and now it's our own yeah. now I have, we have rediments of like yeah. you know old wrestlers like there's a little bit of Sean a little like, bit of Eddie, there's a pink and black. it's funny Jared calls us the uh, the Indian rock and roll express yeah there you go right so because you got that going on too right so we got again like you know take a little bit from everybody yeah for for myself personally like you know both of us actually you know Sean and Brett were the two major guys growing up yeah which is hence the pink and black yeah that's our homage to the hearts right and then hard with his the Shawn Michaels you know flair that he carries around and you know the Rock obviously for you if you see I got that cut off like you know like half booze but the curve by tassels so everyone's influenced by yeah you gotta take a little bit from everybody and then create make it your own right um the music, obviously, I, I don't know how many people have seen you guys live. I know, obviously, in different places, you have to use different music because, yeah. obviously, copyright issues and yeah. stuff. But I know at least here at ECCW, like, when your guys' music hits, the place is alive. I, and I'm not going to, like, shoot in and be like, oh, everyone's jumping up now. But, like, majority of the crowd is, like, they get excited when you guys' music yeah. hits. You hear that initial but the sense thing is, of pop. you got to keep in mind, it's just not the music, it's how we deliver it. I know when you guys yeah, yeah. You, if that music when you come walking out yeah, like a yeah, stoic yeah, like great quality yeah, or something then obviously yeah. nothing's yeah. gonna happen but I mean like, we uh, down you know we can make any Indian type of song work. Yeah. even when we were down in Florida now I mean obviously we weren't using that song yeah no for but, sure uh, that's what I figured you know, <laughs> but we made it work yeah. and it, it popped the production yeah, so. though. yeah but the, obviously the music is a big part of it yeah you know, the entrance I've always that's another thing and, like how do you guys come up with the entrance like, like the whole gimmick together like you have to like yeah, that that was actually uh, cool because uh, uh, when we were in India doing the Rink of King stuff, uh, Dutch Mantel pulled us over and he's like, 
you know, we're going to go over this interest with you guys. And he had, you know, we had the backup yeah. manager. So he made sure that those 90 seconds, two minutes were our 90 seconds and two minutes. He's yeah. like, that right there, from the time you get through that curtain down to the ring, is your money maker. I remember Mickey James telling yeah, me that. Yeah. Harv was right there and, you know. Yeah, I remember Mickey James saying, she's like, if you guys ever make money in this business because of that. So they're like, just be yourself. And again, Harv. Obviously, they're like, you know, you could, you're good workers, yeah. but there's a lot of good workers in the world. Yeah. You know, and that's so, stand out. you know, especially for TV wrestling. I mean, that's a cool thing, again, you know, not to Jeff and Dutch Mantel, because before we did Rinka King, yeah, we were the Bollywood Lions, but we were not. Dancing, we were shy like, to dance. We're like, what like we're, we're, we're maybe we're still, like, yeah, no, for sure. Like, you gotta break that comfort yeah. zone. Right? You gotta step out of your comfort zone. One hand in the air, but when we they produced that stuff, they made like no dance. Yeah, dance, and we we're like, okay, you know, this feels awkward, and it's like, you know, when you have buy a pair of jeans, you know, the first yeah. time you put them on, they're like yeah. not very comfortable. And yeah, after you're like, these are the greatest jeans I've ever had. Right? Yeah, <laughs> and so now it's like, I, I. I need to dance. Yeah. It's like it's, it's like my warm up. I don't do push ups in the back. Like, like, doesn't it feel weird now? Yeah. Like if you were to walk up there not dancing, you'd no, probably feel weird. You know, in Orlando when we were doing our, you know, the call in thing, right? Yeah, and then we just did what we would do at the RCC, yeah, the Commodore Ballroom, and like the boys pop, yeah, the boys cool. pop, and there's like you know a Bollywood chant if you watch it back, yeah. And that was our first time being introduced to a NXT crowd or environment. Yeah. The, now I remember the part I forgot to say in the intro. When I was introducing you guys, because I always get nervous and I yeah. first do these after a long time. That's so like, oh, blah, blah, but ass kicking buttered chicken. Where did the butter no, chicken? No, 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 backwards. Oh, butter chicken, ass kicking. Yeah. My bad. Yes. Where did uh, the butter chicken come from? That's Gerb. Uh, it's just that. one of those. Because that is huge. Like, I can't like before. Like, because I, I used to come to uh, ECW, and now I realize they also used to go to those ASW shows when I was a little bit younger. But um, like it all started with the butter chicken thing. You know, the butter chicken chants are real, man. The butter chicken, <laughs> that's organic. We didn't go They up. are real. Like, yeah. So they were chanting butter chicken, and I was like, what the? Like, the, one of the first times they came, like, what the fuck's going on? The, way the, butter, <laughs> the way the butter chicken chant yeah. started was we were heels. Yeah. The, the crowd used to kind of like tease us, saying butter chicken. We'd be like, no, we don't want butter yeah. chicken because we were heels. Yeah. And then we turned faces, and the butter chicken chant became well, our chant. Well, we, we embraced the chant. Yeah. We didn't turn on the fans. And we didn't, well, we were like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We were, and it'd just be. It took a life on its own, and now it's like and then the said, butter chicken ass kicking thing. Gerv threw in one of the global, yeah, global interviews. I we were just cutting a promo for global TV, yeah, and they're like, just say something, and then I'm like, yeah, we're gonna bring that butter chicken ass kicking, yeah, and, and it uh, just became one of our. It things, was just kind yeah. of you know carried on. No, because I'm like, that's like it's pretty like they're like you guys have shirts that say it too right yeah, yeah. and even that we have the other catchphrase we're not the type of guys telling you we told you that so. I noticed too when you guys did that for me I'm like oh that was pretty cool and then I started watching some of you guys other poems I'm like oh that's a thing and it's, <laughs> funny, like, you know, and it's cool it's, like, it's yeah. indie wrestling yeah. and it's like we've done about a handful of videos but yeah. like, if we say it in the crowd people will pick up on it. Yeah. And it's crazy how, they, they, you know, how they, we we have some amazing fans, to be honest. That oh, for sure. I would say they made so much noise where that's how WWE kind of like heard about us. Like, you know, you know, yeah. they made so much noise in the RCC that, okay, let's see what's going on and, here. And, you know, if you, Chris Jericho, I remember once saying that uh, if you can get over in a, in a high, school, high gym, school gym or like a community center, you can get over, you can get, get over yeah. anywhere. Which right. is true, right? right? Because you pretty much taking that and you're bringing it into a, Onto a bigger scale, and with the WWE machine behind you, you know, um, it's a lot that could happen. So, how, like, I know this I'm pretty sure is the part everyone wants to know. Uh, we might as well just jump right into it. I know there's probably a lot of stuff I missed, and we could still talk about, but I won't say this will be the only time we'll probably do this. Um, down in Orlando, the Cruiserweight Classic, like, how was it down there? How was the experience? It was just fully like I know you guys have worked a little bit, obviously, with Ringer King, which is. Tied to TNA and GFW, obviously, and then yeah. ECC, like ECCW is like your home here, and then to actually go 
to work for the WWE for the Cruiserweight Classic down in their like Orlando. Like you guys went to the like the Performance Center, which like they try to sell to people for twenty five hundred dollars just to get a tour in. Yeah. Like you know, like how was it? Like um, you know, oh, I think it was just awesome. I think it's again, it's hard to put into words, but it's like the best part of it was you know you grew up watching guys like Eddie and Brett and Sean who are known for their work and to be brought down for your work you know we didn't do a camp we didn't do reality TV and in today's day and age when last time a lot of people get signed just yeah. to be drawn hey Bollywood boys come down and show us what you got so you don't have to go into detail because obviously you can't talk about everything but like how did they reach out to you guys well we've been staying in, we've been exchanging emails just like you know yeah, you, right, do, right? you do right you do, and say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stay connected. Yeah, stay connected. Send in your stuff. Got an email from the office saying, hey, we got this idea. We'd like to uh, bring you guys down based on your uh, in-ring ability. We're like, awesome. So, uh, you know, it was just something that obviously we couldn't talk about. But um, just getting that initial email and getting the work started for it was surreal in yeah. itself and once you get down there you know i remember uh harvey and i talking the night before and we looked at each other and we were like in the hotel room we we're like bro man we made it this far after years of thinking could we will we always knowing that you know we believed in ourselves yeah and you know i remember harvey and i just saying to each other like at the end of the day we're about to work for WWE, and no one can ever take that away from us yeah like it's it you know we're gonna get to get a chance to live our dream and nobody out there can ever take that away from us. Yeah. I had a moment before I went out for my match. Yeah. Standing behind the curtain, I looked around, you know, I saw Regal there. and That must be surreal, And I just right? remember telling myself, I'm like, I'm like, good job. Yeah. You know, and you know, I don't do that at all. Like, yeah. You know, oh, hey. You, you know, don't pat you, yourself on the no, back. And I allow myself to do that You always like, go, go, go. Like, hey, you know what? Man, there's so many wrestlers in the world. When we're here, yeah. we made it, and no one can ever take like, it. That's the one time you need to sit back and be like, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, always, and we I had a really good. <laughs> good, we had a lengthy conversation with Edge before yeah. we went, and honestly, man, he told us, when you guys are down there, embrace it, and soak in every second of it, mm -hmm. and that's exactly what we did. Like yeah. When we were there, there was a couple of times I had to pinch myself, like yeah. just before I, we were in Gorilla, and just just, see, just seeing everything, I'm like, just... Yeah, you're like, you dream live this, live right? for the moment, man. I mean, this is something we've dreamed about. It's like the entrance must have felt special and everything. No, that's right? what, that's like just, just before I went through the current, I'm like, wow, good job. You yeah, know, yeah. I remember telling myself that. Cause I'm I like, mean, we grew up watching WrestleMania 12 with Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And, you know, we're wrestling the same ring now. Yeah, here know. we are, you know, about to get in and just do our thing. Without spoiling anything, obviously, because still going on the bracketologies yesterday, like you guys both had your matches already. Um, who'd you wrestle? 
Yeah. Uh, they're promoting us with um, I Got Gnome Dark. And who are you wrestling? Uh, Drew Gulak. All right, so, like, that's like stuff to look forward to because yeah. like, people like... like and that's In a, a weird sense, like for independent wrestling fans, yeah. for like hardcore independent yeah, wrestling fans, like these are like dream matches for them. To the, see be- these the, beauty of the, the beauty of this whole tournament <laughs> yeah. is the fact that there's so many different styles yeah. all over the world. Like, you know, getting to work that European style, the Japanese style, the yeah. Libre, where else you get to learn so that? much. And you get to learn so much. You yeah. Know, just yeah. like hard, you know, you know, I, mean, I got to learn a lot. I mean, my time there, I got to yeah. actually quite a bit of time with Regal and yeah. just uh, listening to him, learning from him. That was and that was only four days that we were down there. Yeah, right? yeah. Imagine if you were down there, you know, all year, you know, you could you could really transform your game down there. Well, let's you know how fortunate got, those guys that are in their performance you know, yeah, center. It's the state of the art. It's matter. truly yeah. everything. How was it when you guys walked in there? Like, what is it like? Like, it's, it is surreal. You're like, yeah, the big WWE logo and like, you know, six rings. And I remember just before I jumped into the WWE ring, I'm like, holy wow, you know, I'm about to. Have you guys worked with any of the guys that were there before, previously at any, in any? Yeah, uh, actually, uh, Davari. Uh, yeah. Arya Davari. We worked with him in India on Rink of Kings. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he was there and, jeez, uh, um, like, I'm and probably uh, Tyson. Yeah, Tyson, Tyson Dukes. Uh, yeah, yeah Dukes. Yeah, we've uh, worked with him at the Tiger Fest. Yeah, like it's probably pretty cool. To, like, well, and then be like, hey, it's like, whoa. Like, yeah, no, yeah, it was yeah. Just, like, camaraderie, <laughs> like you know, you're seeing old buddies. Like, yeah, wanna, that's the cool thing about the wrestling business is like, like Tyson, we met once in Toronto years ago, mm. but we as soon as we saw him, it was like hugs and, and yeah. you know, and like slaps on the back. It's like. Mostly cool we're repping Canada too, the three of you, right? Well, so. that's. I mean, like, we were really blessed the fact that you know. The, th- the three of us, including Tyson, yeah. we were the only ones from Canada. Right? And yeah. yeah, you know, we're talking about the Cruiserweight Classic. I mean, just, you know, we think about 32 people were selected from the entire world. And to be mentioned within that 32, that on, a, on the basis of that alone is a huge feat. You know, to think that WWE sat there in a boardroom yeah. meeting and they went through hundreds and hundreds of wrestlers and they're like, hey, well, these two kids from Burnaby, BC, yeah. let's give them a shot. I mean, that, I mean, again, no matter what happens, no one can take that away. And that's that's true. a huge compliment, you know, to whatever. So everyone. many of us dream about it, and we were fortunate and blessed and lucky enough to have this opportunity. Like, I think, like, uh, from my perception, like, that might have been the moment where, you, like, it just, like, it's, there's so many times in your career where it must become real to you, yeah. but then at that point, like, it's like, there's always something that happens that keeps you going. And, you know, like, that's speak, like a big speaking one. of that, I mean, a lot of, like, people, like, one thing for us is, like, we're really, we're a really close family. Yeah. Um, even though majority of our family lives in India, yeah. like we're really close to our grandfather yeah. and, uh, you know, we get emotional talking about him yeah. because it's, you know, he's 90 plus yeah. oh, and good know, for him. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he's in Punjab, India. Yeah. And, uh, I remember when we first started talking, I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps talking about him right mm-hmm. now. And, uh, I remember when we first started wrestling 10, 11 years ago, he had actually come down to Canada. He was living with us for a while and... But, you know, most people in India, they don't know anything else besides WWE. Yeah. Right? For so sure. For, so, for them, that's all they're doing. Right? Yeah, but yeah. For, for, them, for them, when we say we're going to go wrestle, they think WWE. Yeah. But they don't understand that, you know, there's more to it. So, yeah. for the last 11 years, you know, our grandfather, every time we talk to him on the phone, he'll ask us in Punjabi, you know, oh, are you guys wrestling in the U.S.? Are yeah. you guys wrestling in the U.S.? You know, yeah. U.S. meaning WWE. And it was a... It, it was a really emotional and uh, amazing moment for us to finally call him and let him know that, hey, the promotion that you've always wanted us to talk wrestle for, we're finally getting a chance to do it. So that was one of, probably, 
I would say one of the most motivating factors. Yeah. And just that, and I like you, like I think just on the basis of having hope, like every few years something would happen for us. Yeah. I always thought like every six months I want to do something. Like something know? needs to happen. Something needs to happen. Where it gives me hope. Yeah. And so like whether it be a tour or getting flown. That the hard work kind of pays off. Yeah. And you have to start it, working hard again. Yeah, <laughs> it might be media coverage. Something every six months I always aim for six month mark where it's like you know I kind of like look back on my career. It's like yeah. every six months it's like you can kind of pinpoint something happened. Yeah. Where it's like okay keep going keep going keep yeah. going. Get something that like you said gives you hope. And it's hope you can survive on hope. And on on, on that point also like it, it's I don't think a lot of people like I I can't even say I know because I don't know yeah. but I don't think a lot of people know like trying to like succeed in this business when like. Because we're all normal, we're human beings, we're all yeah. the same, we all like feel the same at the end. Trying to succeed in this business and then having a family mm-hmm. and like friends and having to sacrifice, yeah, you guys must have sacrificed a lot, oh, like times, like yeah. you know, everyone wants to go party and like oh, go to yeah, Vegas, yeah. like you you gotta sacrifice all that, you gotta cut all that. I'm like, no, no, I gotta do this, I gotta go to the gym, I gotta be awake at this yeah. time, and to be at this show in this town, this is an opportunity yeah. for me, and to not let down your family, not let down like your yeah. grandpa, who like he's waiting, like he's. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the fact that he's still here to be able to see this, right? Yeah. Like that's and it's crazy. funny you say that, like, you know, sacrifices and all that. I mean, me and Harvey were just talking about this earlier yeah. today when you got here. Before you got here, like, you know, back uh, when we first started ten years ago, we, you know, certain people around our family would be like, oh, you know, these guys, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. in Punjabi they're yeah. like, I'm gonna get in WWE, Jana. Like, okay, they, they, right? they had yeah. that sarcasm in their voice, yeah. and we, we'd hear it. We we're like, yeah, don't worry, it'll happen, yeah. right? And or like, don't worry, we'll continue pursuing our dream but sacrifices for yeah. sure you know training i mean every morning harv and i are up at 7 a.m to go train at eight o'clock to do our strength conditioning yeah then in the evening we go and do our weight training and then you know all that in between everything yeah know? no i mean like yeah we like i could probably count on one hand how many times i've ever been to a club that's exactly and they gotta like, make I'm, and make I'm, still being you know still staying like, committed you to you have to be committed to and like yeah our, you know, our, you know, twenties is an age where you're like, you know, going out, having fun. Like mm-hmm. for us, twenties, we were like sleeping on gym mats in northern Manitoba, eating cans of tuna. Like, you know, we don't have those same memories as most of our, you know, buddies have these college parties or whatever. We don't. We're just like, you know, sleeping in a rider truck in the Maritimes. You know, and it's like these totally different experiences. But I wouldn't change it for the world. And I feel like that's a side that people don't really get. like. You, you will hear the story one off here and now, like you hear you guys talk about it on yeah. like the cruiser classic bracketology or TJ program. But no one really actually like people don't realize they can't like like they can't like you, some people that might be able to relate, but they don't. And then they just get back to the wrestling. But like. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it just to even get as far as you guys have gotten, you know what I mean? And the thing is, I mean, yeah, so we've done a lot of hard work to get yeah. to where we are, but in reality, the hard work actually begins now to, like, yeah. maintain in, yeah. in this spot, you know, what, like, hard was saying now, we have to, you know, what's the next, the future, we've got to, because yeah. these last couple of years, like, I've, like, I've, I've seen you guys on the randomest places, and I'm like, this is great, mostly yeah. also being too, up, too up in it one day, you know, you're, yeah. like, I'm Punjab BJ, yeah, so, like, I'm yeah. second, I get it, I'm like, this is, because this most of the time you see the Indian wrestlers kind of get stereotyped, yeah. and, like, this and that, and you guys embraced yeah. being Indian, we're kind of the first mainstream boys. Indian yeah, you embraced it, you made it your own style, in your own way, and you guys are killing it, you know? And, uh, well, speaking of Edge and one thing he told us, and here's another, uh, I remember him saying this, he's like, it's one thing to make it to the WWE, but it's actually harder to stay there. Yeah. And when you actually put that in perspective, a lot of guys get signed. Yeah. You know, a lot of guys get there. Everyone gets the opportunity. How many guys actually, right? how many so guys hard actually, you know, you put in make money times. there and like. If you thought we were working, working hard before, now we got Yeah. Even. When you guys left from Orlando, did you guys get left with anything like. 
any words, anything of a, from anyone, anything of encouragement to... You know, great. We got some good feedback from... Yeah, feedback. That's a word. You know. <laughs> uh, you rang the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we got feedback from our agents, from uh, the... Yeah, office. everybody was ha- obviously can't really go into the specifics. Oh, no, for sure. That's yeah, really you know, I know like, you guys can't go into but, too much uh, detail. Just, I, I just want to note, before we move on about this feedback thing, I saw you guys, I think the Saturday before you guys left in Poco. You guys didn't say a word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I oh, went, yeah. And then one day I was sitting there, I'm like, I'm watching, like, cause I saw the, these guys. I saw <laughs> the participants of the, I wouldn't know, I'm just saying, you can trust me, I wouldn't no, but, yeah, anything, you, but I saw that, I saw, like, like I've been told things that I probably, I got lucky enough to be told before, yeah. too, but I'm like, I saw the participants, I'm like, what the hell? Like, yeah. I just saw these guys didn't even they, mention well, it. Yeah. Only people that knew were our parents. No, for sure, for sure. Family, yeah. No, totally understandable. I just and thought it was funny. I'm like, I literally just saw these guys. Like, we sat there with me and my buddy Paul that comes with me to all the shows. I'm like, we were literally just talking to you guys about like, you don't know who's dances gonna, and stuff. Well, and that, and just, you know, you don't <laughs> want to hype anything up that you don't know for, I don't know for sure. No, no, I totally understand. I thought it was funny. The funny thing is, Monday WWE announced it. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was the funniest part. And I'm like, I think it was, it was a Saturday. Yeah, yeah Saturday was a show. And then Monday, Monday they t- and I'm like, all, yeah. I literally just saw you guys like two days ago. Yeah, but yeah, no. yeah no. We had to bite our tongues hard. <laughs> no, that's, that's totally fine. No, it's cool. Um, yeah, so then, so feedback before you guys left. Like, you don't have to go into detail, but like, was anything that, like... No, I mean, you know, at, at that level, one thing I realized, you know... They tell it like it is. Nobody's got time to waste. Nobody's got time to you know blow mm-hmm. smoke up your ass or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Um, if they don't like something, they will tell you. Yeah. Um, by all accounts, they were really happy with everything that uh, you know my brother and I did. So yeah. I mean, on that level, hey man, you know as long as the people paying you are happy. The way I summarize the whole experience is that when we got back on the plane to come back to Canada, there was there was no like. Shoulda woulda coulda. Yeah. There that's no, a, that's there the was best way. Absolutely yeah. no regrets. Yeah. I I can't think. We we left no stone unturned. Yeah. yeah, like everything that we could have possibly done. We, it, you know, they talk about maximizing your moment and your time, your yeah. minutes. That's exactly what we did. Well, like, and, and there was an interview with you guys with Kathy Kelly, which I yeah, I that really blew enjoyed, up. Which is also really weird because um, there was a time where Kathy Kelly wasn't only she was on AfterBuzz doing those podcasts after Ron stuff, and I, I I had the opportunity to talk to her a couple of times just about things, and then like I know you two, and I and I've talked to you guys obviously a bunch of times at the shows and stuff. I'm like. That's so weird to me. Yeah. Like, I, like, I, like, you guys are, like, there's that WWE logo right behind you guys. Yeah, She cool. told me how that's how she's, what she's always wanted to do. Like, she's mentioned that to me back, like, probably, like, a couple of years ago when I first started my page and stuff, and uh, she followed for a bit. And, um, and obviously, I know, I know your guys' aspirations and your, your ambitions as writers. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you guys love Tupac, right? Oh, no, girl, let's talk girl. about that for a Wait, second, on. actually. That means my whole point is it's cool Gir- seeing you three there because I talk let, about three of you, but. Let Gir- Gir- take Because I love Tupac, too. Now. I have, like, a Tupac no, 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 in the room. No, no, no. He's on my station. You guys. I know Tupac. But you guys were alive. Like, this, this guy. This okay, because I was young. I've been talking. Oh, man. Like, Tupac and I, like, I go way back. Yeah. I, grew, I went to high school in the 90s. Exactly. See, I was young. My brother went to high school in the 90s. He's yeah, 10 years old then. So, right? so I went to high school in the 90s. Yeah. Drop down on me. <laughs> my cousin introduced me to Tupac. Yeah. Uh, the very first song I ever heard was, uh, I think it was So Many Tears. Okay, yeah. That yeah. was Do For Love, was it? So, so Many Tears on uh, when, you know, Much Music actually played hip-hop Rap, music. Rhapsody? <laughs> yeah, when they had Rhapsody. Oh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. For love. Yeah, <laughs> so, and um, man, the very first time I listened to Tupac, and it's, people don't understand... Tupac, okay, if you listen to his music, what what got me behind Pac was more of his story, his, his, you know, like you said, his ambition. Yeah. You know, he came from nothing and became something. Yeah. And it was always that message that if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah. Right? And 
just his story, his motivation. Listen, and people think, oh, Tupac was a gangster rapper. The There's perception no, of him yeah, is so bad. It's, it's not even true. Pac was intelligent. Yeah. He was, Dude, the and, guy and, was an artist. Was I, a, I read his books. Artist. I watched doc, Like, I was a big, like, in high school, I was a, like, and I still love his music. I was yeah. listening to this, but, like, in high school, I was like, I was like, Growing in Surrey, yeah, and, like, yeah, no, I mean, like yeah, Tupac sure. was like the man, the right? man. So and I, and I like I, once again, like in your time, he must have been like even more of the man because by my time he was already dead. Yeah. But like I, I have an older brother, I know, yeah. I have an older sister too, and I know the music, and I grew up on it, and like, yeah. and like that's the thing. His that message, don't get. I mean, bottom line, his message, his his list, list, people just bop their head to music. Yeah. You listen to what he's saying, read his poetry, know the person, That's what I'm saying. Right? That's a two different sense. Like some people know Tupac as a rapper and the stuff he got he accused for and artist, did that. You know? But if you look into Tupac, you'll yeah. see that this guy was an artist. His message was unbelievable. His message, yeah. his message was always about, you know, believing in your dreams, never giving yeah. up. And making so, a difference. Trying yeah, to make a being, difference by being different yourself. Yeah, exactly. Being the, you know, the uh, oppressed. Yeah. You know, and overcoming the oppressor. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, man, Tupac, uh, I've been collecting his memorabilia for 20 years. You know, my old uh, roommate. Do you ever make a heel turn and knock this guy with a super kick? <laughs> you know, walk out there with ambitions oh, of a rider, right? I, 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 <laughs> well, actually, no, no, no. Let me, let, me tell, let me tell you this story real quickly. My very first theme song yeah. was uh, All Eyes On Me. Oh, dope, yeah. In, in Pain of Salem. Yeah. Ask the guys at ECCW how yeah. many Tupac songs I went through in my first year. It went from ambition, uh, All Eyes On Me was yeah. my very first debut song yeah. to Ambitions of the Rider. For some reason, to America's Most Wanted. <laughs> and then finally, I'm well, like... That's the thing with the Tupac songs, you'll always find either, like, maybe it's a whole song, but you always find, like, a lyric or something you relate to, yeah. and you're like, this is my jam, yeah, man, this is my jam. Brenda's got a baby also. <laughs> no, until, until the end of time. No, I, okay. and then that's one of my favorites. Yeah, I love it. Brenda's Brenda got a baby also. I can confirm that. He comes out, he's like a chick manager. She's got, like, a pillow in her stomach. It's my Brenda, guys. No, but never use that. Talk about storytelling and wrestling. Yeah. Talk about a gimmick, right? Wait, no, I've been collecting Tupac merchandise out there, so if anybody's listening out there got Pac memorabilia that I may not have or own, holla at your boy. <laughs> Sounds good. So, do you have any Tupac merchandise that you want to get rid of? Yeah, because right now I got everything, but hey. Curve Sarah wants An autograph it. or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, man. Yeah. I could probably get you a painting from some guy, do but that's a long man. story. Anyways, yeah. that's, a different, that's a different story for a different time. Um, so, Tupac, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, so my first theme song was All Eyes On Me, and if you listen to the, uh, read one of The Rock's uh, yeah. stories, his first theme song in 95, he came out to, was uh, All Eyes On Me as well. Yeah, no, that, well, that's a thing, and that's, and how about the movie? Are you excited for the movie? I'm very excited. Because I watched, obviously, like, Notorious is okay. And um, NW Straight Outta Compton was great. Yeah. And, if, and it's the same director, right? Yeah. Uh, no, actually, I think it's a different production. Is it? I think so. I hope they do good though, man. Yeah, I don't like it. Like the trailer I've seen so far, it looks good. Like I, I me saying it sounds very underwhelming compared to you saying it now, but like this movie is probably gonna be very close to you. And if they mess up something, you're like, oh yeah, so, come on, dude. <laughs> it's funny though. Everything that happened, most of the box of releases, yeah, and, uh, all the stuff that he's ever put out, all was pretty much released in November. Like a lot of the stuff, like yeah, you know, number thirteen. I feel like there's a spiritual connection. <laughs> Are you guys both born in November too? Yeah, yeah, yeah same and, here. Okay. There you go, Scorpio. And, yeah, Scorpio. Yeah, and the cool, another cool thing. Uh, Harvey and I are the first Canadian brothers since Brett and Owen to wrestle in the work WWE, in the right? Yeah, Working so the WWE. Um, Brett and Owen, how much are they, like, as brothers from Canada, like, they must have been influenced this week. Like, that period of time was Shawn Michaels' yeah. Heart Foundation. Well, I, I think straight up, <laughs> I think if there's one guy that influenced us the most, it's Brett. Yeah. Uh, like, hands down, Bret Hart was our guy. You had the sure. one, did you guys have a conversation with Brett before? I believe you yeah, quoted we, something from him recently yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, in Las Vegas. Uh, again, like, I, I'll be very honest, Brett was my hero as a kid. Like, For sure. Like, oh, same here, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was, like, my role model. This is before I ever went to the I remember walking around at school with, uh, 
like my like fingers like in my little like, yeah. my jean little like you know, put the belt I, tape I, I, they call I it these walking around like this like Bret Hart because like you know he was a he was a yeah, yeah. this video where it's like I'm walking out I'm like doing the Bret Hart theme song with the yeah. WWF that's right? awesome yeah but I remember yeah no, we came uh, he was this was Las Vegas and um, I walked up to Bret and I my exact words were like you know you were my inspiration to get into wrestling was what's the best advice you can give me and the exact answer was I'll give you the same advice that Pedro Morales gave me when I was starting out. That was, you can't hold back true talent. Yeah. And I just remember that. I'm like, wow, like, you know, if you're talented, eventually, by hook or crook, you will make it. You just keep grinding it out. Keep doing the tours, you know, keep plugging away. And being honest to your dreams, right? You know, staying in shape, um, sending out packages, you know. Again, me and my, my brother, one thing, we've been proactive about our yeah, dreams. Yeah, like, awesome. we never, like, you know, like, you know, so far-fetched, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We, we've been sending in packages since 2007, 2006, yeah. like, you know, and so... Oh, trust me, I know, like, in a lower extent, like, you know what you mean? Like, I, like, with everything I do, everyone's like, oh, man, you're just an Instagram page. I'm like, I don't know, man. I'm just, like, you're trying to grow this as a brand yeah. and see what happens. And I'm just keep, 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 I'm not believing what I think. So for me, like, if you don't believe it, nobody yeah, else. Yeah, exactly. And I've said that when I'm like, if I don't believe myself and everyone else can stop believing me too. And like, for me, I, I want to work with everybody in like some sort of like writing capacity or something in that sense. Yeah. And I think I can do it. And then like, I, and the same thing happens to me. That's why I kind of, I'm like, Every time I start thinking like, oh, this is just an Instagram page, I'm just posting shit and I'm wasting my time. Yeah. Something happens. Like yeah. The Rock will comment or this will happen or someone will approach me and be like, hey, you're this guy. I'm like, okay, so obviously there's something here. Yeah. So, like, you know what I mean? So, so I get that. Um, as for right now in the wrestling world, right, it's very vast. I get well, there's a lot of popularity. If you could have a dream match right now with anyone uh, wrestling today. And then what do you want of people wrestling before? <laughs> but anyone wrestling today, who would you want to wrestle? In a tag team setting? Tag team or singles? You tag do? team, I would say. Quite hard. Ah, tag team. Uh, there's a few good teams out there. I, I I feel like we would have a real good match against the Revival. Oh, for sure. Like, it would just be... Because it's... Again, like, we grew up on the early 90s. You guys so have that technical aspect. You know, and the like, we could be like... It would be like the Midnight Rockers versus Tully and Arn. You know, Saturday Night's main event. Yeah. Just go... We could have really good matches with those guys. I, I could see that. How about singles with anyone right now? And obviously, going back to tag team, oh. from our, you know, obviously, just from a biased standpoint, because we grew up in the Heart Foundation. Obviously. Oh, yeah, that's what we're That doing. would be dope. Yeah, for a legendary tag team? Yeah, for a legendary tag team, the Heart Foundation. Yeah, yeah. Or, and demolition, because we can just sell for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. That's true, that's true. Um, and then, uh, I guess, singles wrestlers, past yeah. and present, I guess. You know, just while... It, Timing is weird. Ten years ago, I had my very first match against Kyle O'Reilly. How was that? He's doing great, eh? Right. I saw so, him in Dallas at a, the Ring of Honor show I went to. Yeah. So I think he it was just killed kind of, Adam Cole. Yeah. It'd be kind of cool to wrestle him ten years later, just to kind of see, you know. So I, right now, I just, I'd pick Kyle. He's a good friend. And yeah. I think he's probably one of the best wrestlers out there. So. For sure. If not the best. Yeah, if yeah. not the best. Yeah. So I'd, I'd pick Kyle. Curve? Ah, uh, currently, man. Um. Gee, this, there's so many good ones out there right now. Right, that's what I mean. Like, like, the, like there's a lot. Like, I wrestle you, Justin. Does that make you feel better? <laughs> no, let's do this. Yeah, I, 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 I can bump for you guys, don't I? I mean, I'll make it look real. Currently, like, <laughs> you know, a guy like Kevin Owens. Oh, for sure. Right? Yeah. You know, he brings that badass straight. The, he's like, I, like, for people that didn't know Kevin Owens as Kevin Steen, uh, just knew him as he came into the NXT and WWE and stuff, like, I think he shocks those people with the agility and the things that he can do that they don't expect. Yeah. At the same time, I think he's just, he's he's an actual heel. Yeah. That's what yeah. And I call like, him Mr. Entertainment for a reason. Like, there's a lot of times I'm watching Raw and like, 
he wakes me up sometimes. So I'm like, that was the funniest thing ever. Like, you yeah, know? so there's little things that he does that you're yeah. like, that's what a heel should be. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, I mean, like, I would say Kevin Owen, just because, you know, like I say, he brings that smash mouth, yeah. hard ass kicking style. Oh, for sure. Um, ECCW, you guys have Ballroom Brawl coming up. You guys are facing off against the Cunninghams. How do you guys, how, what's up with that? What's going on? It's going to be fun. It's going to be an exciting night of wrestling. You know, we can't, it's going to be our first match since uh, the CWC, right? Yeah. So, well, you know, and with that story, you know, with that uh, match, I mean, you got the natural in yeah. between. So what's going on with the natural for like, now this is for the people that live in the area that come to the RCC and the shows and stuff, like some fishy I stuff. Going. That's some fishy just, stuff. I don't know about You know showing up out there. I mean, word on the street. Are the Bollywood boys turning Word on the road? street is that the yeah. natural has been scouting us. However, you know what? We don't need anybody scouting us. We take care of our own business. Again, if the natural gets in our way, He's gonna get a double super kick. <laughs> Cunningham's are gonna get the the super the samosa super kick and a nod to the face. Yeah. Whatever else Harv and I are gonna bring that night. I don't know if the natural needs any more butter the, chicken though. Might just throw, <laughs> throw in the pakora punch. <laughs> yeah, but um, uh, no, we're excited. It's gonna be another sold out. What event. does the barroom ball mean to ECCW? It's basically the WrestleMania. It is right. SummerSlam, you know, and it's you know, it's already sold out. From we take great pride in it because there's been six shows and six you know sold out. Yeah, no, ECCW means a lot to us. Yeah, you know, a few years ago, stomping grounds. You know, this felt like we kind of you know really took off with RCC and like helped build the company from the you know really what it is today. I think there was a few of us that were the core group of guys that really got ECCW really hot locally. And, uh, you know, hey, think about, like, the biggest musical acts ever have performed at the Commodore Ballroom. Yeah. And on top of that, this local indie company is selling it out. I don't think there's a lot of indie companies in the world that can say they sell out a major musical venue. Yeah. You know, and so... And, like, the heart of, like, Vancouver. Yeah, like, downtown. The greatest downtown. thing about the whole event. Like, if you live in BC, you know, like, the northern up you go, there's a lot of nice lakes and, like, yeah. you know, those little towns and stuff, but, like... The lower mainland is where most of the action happens. This is yeah. where the Canucks play. This is where some yeah. of the biggest concerts happen. This is like... That's like most indie wrestling so on the outskirts. The way yeah. I sell Commodore to people or tell people about Commodore is that if you haven't watched an indie wrestling show and it's your first time watching it, this is the show you want. Yeah. Because it doesn't look like indie wrestling. It, it doesn't yeah. And the thing, the beauty about the whole show is that from the beginning, right? As soon as Scotty Sweater Vest gets into yeah. the ring to the very final bell, the crowd is loud. And you guys got some loyal fans. Yeah. Man. There's like, there's some like loyal, like I've, like ever since I've been coming there, like I've been trying to get out to every show, like, like almost every show like, like you guys have now. And, uh, just the, like I, I the familiar faces and like the, like it just, they love it. Like, the, it's, it's, you know, it's and the weird. kids, holy smokes, the kids, they love it. And yeah. that's what it's all about, right? Sometimes you can make your entrance and you'll be nowhere anybody's. You, some, yeah. some people are sitting for sure. Like, you can be a bad guy and sometimes you just have to crack a smile because you're like, oh, it's this guy. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, no, ECCW, <laughs> they put on the best shows at the Commodore. I mean, yeah. this I think it's one of the best indie companies in all of North America. Oh, no, for, for sure. sure. I even, even when I came to the, my first Poco show in a long time, what it was that week before you guys went to Orlando, like, smaller venue probably like not those many people probably like a hundred tops or something yeah. and still quality show yeah enjoyed every second of it right and you you took it out to a different side of town so those people in like Quitlam can enjoy it as yeah. much as the people that enjoy it in vancouver no we bring the same no matter if there's 10 people in the and that's or, that's what you, know, you have to do right that. and that's you know um yeah so uh out of this out of this probably tons of more we can talk about but um yeah. There's something I want to ask. This is what happens. Your Tim Hortons coffee is getting cold. Uh, yeah, it's turning to nice coffee, I know. Yeah. But, uh, 
<laughs> well, we should do this again, man. We'll definitely do this again. I appreciate you guys wearing your wrestling classic shirts. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, Maybe I'll record something really quickly and throw on Instagram to pump up that this is happening. But yeah, um, yeah no, totally. I appreciate you guys doing this. We'll obviously do it again. Um, if you are in the lower mainland Vancouver area, even if you're in Seattle, come up for the Commodore Ballroom. I don't know if tickets are sold out. Double check on Ticketmaster. Even if you're in you India. Left. Come out to the ball. Anywhere in the world. Come out to Ballroom Brawl. It's at the Commodore Ballroom in Vancouver on July 16th. Yes, sir. Is that the day before the Cruiserweight Classic airs? No, the Cruiserweight Classic airs on the 13th of July. So Okay, okay. Three nights before. So there you go. So yeah, yeah if you man. want it's gonna be a busy double summer. dose, second second plate of butter chicken, you can watch the Cruiserweight yeah. Classic and then watch the Commodore Ballroom. And then, yes, sir. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. We'll definitely do this and, again. And we should plug that we are going to have brand new shirts. Yes, brand new. New Bollywood Boy shirts, shirts are going to be available at the Commodore Ballroom. Justin, you know what to do about that, brother. I will, for sure. And the other thing I was going to say was you obviously should plug yourselves on your Instagrams and stuff. Yeah. So, Curve Hard. Uh, Instagram is Bolly, at Bollywood Boys with a Z. Yeah. And, uh, no, sorry, that's Twitter. That's Twitter. That's, that's right. Twitter. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> and then, uh, Instagram is, uh, hey, you're going to tag us in there. I'll tag yeah. it. So, HV underscore Yeah. Um, honestly, there's nothing but big things coming for both of you guys, man. And I appreciate you guys taking the time to, like, let me sit with no, you and have the conversation. You, and, uh, you guys and hanging out, right? Um, to all the fans. Like, it's an honor to meet you, right? Like, to all the fans out there listening, thank you for all your support over the years. We appreciate it. And, uh, uh, Harv's over here sneezing, sneezing but away, uh, speaking man. on his behalf as well when I say thank you and uh, we're humble and grateful for everything you guys do for us. I think we should wrap it up. There you go. Ooh, yeah, dig it. Oh, my God. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.